0: One, two, three. All right. You're welcome uh, to the Hawthorne and Diet Show. Hey, guys. Episode five. Well, yesterday, I didn't tell you this yesterday, but when I was listening to the Queen of Herbie um, podcast, she said, if you and your partner or you and your, yourself can make it to podcast number six, you have a, you have a greater chance of making it. We're one episode. Happy dance. Also, I did listen to Queen Herbie before this podcast. If you follow me on any of the socials, so you'll see me dancing like a fucking freak. Pardon my language.
1: <laughs> hey, we're adults. We can swear. Yeah, I know. But
0: I'm just, I'm, I the A-B- hey, you know, I what? know what? I, I learned. You when you cuss, and it's I, like I'm a grown adult. Oh, i wait. I waited eighteen years to use these colorful words. Dang it! And then you have right social media telling oh you'll be shadow banned and your good content will be. Hey, there. I learned. <laughs> uh,
1: I learned my ABCs of swear words as a child, growing up around my mom.
0: Well, uh, yeah, yeah. One time I looked at my mom. I didn't look at her, but we were doing homework. I think I was in fourth grade, and I go, "Mom, this." Is Fucking hard. And she looked at me and I went. Oh my gosh. I'm gonna let it slide. I agree. Don't say that in front of your grandmother. <laughs>
1: okay. You know, it's funny to say that because the day I had my youngest daughter, I was FaceTiming my mom, and my mom and I were we have a very strange relationship. I went no contact with her a couple years ago. And the day that I had her, my grandmother, who has, I believe, dementia, um, her, my aunts, and my uncles came up to visit me in the hospital. And um, when I was video uh, video chatting with my mom, I told her my daughter's name. And she was mad because I didn't name it after her mom and that I had Jenny on my dad's birthday. And she hung up immediately. And my grandmother walks by and was like, what a bitch. And I'm like grandma my aunt's in the background like Kaylee, Kaylee, shut up don't say anything or at all
0: and i'm like you know what at least you said what she was thinking <laughs> hey. okay, i also want to put a little um disclaimer if you're watching it on youtube if you're watching this episode on youtube or being if you're listening i don't know if i'm going to get vocal But if you follow the food nanny on Instagram, you know about her cow, Franny. She's in labor right now. And what you guys don't see is behind the scenes, I have it up on the news, on the live feed. And they're pulling out a calf. And I literally have to keep the phone in front of this so I don't keep seeing it. So, if you see me, like, kind of go like this and go, and have, like, a freaking shocked face. My kids are fine. I'm literally watching a cow mama give birth.
1: Yes, and also for all of our listeners and viewers, there are going to be this is going to be a trigger
0: warning because there's going to be I, I oh, don't want to say wait, super gory stuff be, before the, the trigger warning. I want to put out uh, something about, uh, about our Apple podcast situation
1: Oh, yes okay. um, Yeah, so uh, I'll go ahead and do that, too um, so we are having some technical difficulties with our Apple platform some reason the audio is not working on it so if you try to listen to it please 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 report it i have submitted a ticket um and right now it's just a waiting game we don't know how long it's gonna take um but just do that for us because hopefully it'll get it pushed to the top where they can take care of it asap yeah because um and then with, we don't want yeah, people to listen
0: to Apple to feel a certain way that they have to come over to Spotify just to listen to us or go to YouTube, right? Or whatever. So, right, we're trying to we fix it, but it, it. it's going to take some time. We are working, but on like I said, with, and with the for help.
1: and like I said with the trigger warning, there are going to be some thematic events in it that could, you know, cause you guys flashbacks or something like that. So, just as a heads up, just to be on the safe side. You know, we're going to announce that trigger warning now before we
0: get too far into it. So it, it, this could be very much a very inner child themed podcast. So in that, that definitely goes back to our mental health mission. So with that said, we mm-hmm. are mommy check-in. How are you? I am doing
1: wonderful this week. I finally got some good news. I found a stay-at-home position, a remote work-from-home position with Anthem. Um, So I'm pretty excited about that. I know I'm excited. Yes, so I definitely got that finally going for me. I'm super happy about it. Um, You know, one of the things that I've started doing recently is I know a lot of people will journal And I know a lot of people will make use of affirmations and something that I try to do is I try to combine the two and I write letters to myself in my journal. And honestly, that's really helped put a perspective on things and helped keep me in the right mindset. Um, I don't do it same time every day. (laughs) I do it either in the morning or at night. The baby's born? Yeah, the baby was born. Okay, I'm sorry. Go, 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 go. Yay, awesome. But yeah, um, it's it's been a bit stressful this week. But you know, with kids being my kids being on fall break right now, today through Friday, um, I'm honestly excited for it because I get to spend some time with them and get to spoil them and play with them and stuff. So I've got you know some stuff planned for them, like the library. You know, we're gonna do some PlayStation time. um, But. Yeah. Overall, this it, it's been a bit easier this week, and not okay. as mentally stressful as you know prior weeks. So. Okay. But, um, but yeah. But what about what about you? How are you doing mentally?
0: Uh, kind of heavy, kind of. Um, today marks 18 years since my dad passed away. I was 17. He died of a heart attack in his sleep, and apparently, the last thing he watched was the Lakers which was his favorite team so it's kind of like okay at least he died watching the Lakers <laughs> <laughs> right and, and a little back story between me and daddy my dad was a i i have i think i said this in the back story but <clears throat> my dad was a heroin junkie like he he and my mom had to separate from him while i was really little yada 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 growing up i didn't see my dad i didn't know my dad Or I knew of him, I knew what he looked like, I knew his name, all of that, but I didn't know my dad. We didn't have a relationship, yada, yada, yada. Hello to the daddy issues. Oh, boy, did that... (laughs) And ain't that connected to one of my stories right today? Like, dear Lord Jesus. (laughs) So, um, so... Towards the end of his life, I feel like he must have sensed it, because randomly, when I was like my 17th year of life, he would call me once a week. He would call Mm -hmm. me once a week. We would talk. We would have conversations. I got so freaking excited, going, "Oh my God, I'm finally getting the relationship I'm supposed to have. Oh my God, like I like I remember my Mm dad's voice now. Like I like I'm so excited." Like, this is good. This is, like, I wasn't thinking death. Then mm-hmm. the phone call stopped for, like, a month. And then I get woken mm-hmm. up 18 years ago at 6 o'clock in the morning to my mom. Very, not, she wasn't happy, but she was very, like, you know, when someone has to tell you someone died? You know that energy? I that up. that feeling like that's making me tear up right now. That's yeah, not something that any mother. And she goes, I need to tell you something. And I said, Who died? And she looked at me, and I I was assuming I I even remember to this day going, Okay, did my grandma Ida finally die? Like because mm-hmm. you know? it was bringing me back flashbacks of when my mom told me about my grandpa, her husband dying, and she mm-hmm. goes. Uh, she was like, she couldn't even get me out. And she goes, she goes, fuck it, your dad died. I went, what? And I kid you not, that whole year of dealing with that, I was a different person, and I know my mom will be like, gosh, I don't know who that girl was. I lost my virginity. I snuck out, lost my virginity to two guys. Like, I've never really, like, talked about that publicly, but Talk about mental issues, okay? Like I, I mean, and I can... convinced the first guy who was allergic to latex to put a rubber on. He did it because he was in love with me. The other guy, I had a crush on. It was I'm not going down that rabbit hole, but I I I almost made a man's penis fall off, Kaylee. The first time I like that, and then after I found out, wow, I have a lot of power over men. Then I felt like shit, <laughs> you know? Right. Like, like, but, but anyway, like, it was just a really hard time for the first few years. I was good. And then when I had William five years ago, that's when the depression started coming back. And mm-hmm. then it got heavier when AJ was born. So it's like, right, another boy. He, I don't get to see him be a grandpa, too. Or like, another child. Right. Like, even if it was a girl, it would... You know, that that but, that's, grandpas are different. Yeah. yeah, they are. They are like, it's funny when my grandma Ida died, I didn't even cry. I was like, OK, I'm like, good. <laughs> you know? I, I know I know that sounds horrible, but she wasn't the kindest to my mom and I like even when my dad when I had to call her for my dad's death certificate so i could get social security she goes is that the only reason why you called me and i said yeah because like up until then you guys didn't give a fuck about me so yeah that's all i need thank you I, my great grandma mary had a, a
1: burning burning hatred for all of the females in my family except for my mom
0: my grandma ida Couldn't stand my mother because she wasn't Jewish, which made me not Jewish. Which made so we were like the devil's black sheep, we we were the black sheep, which made him the black sheep.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, you can't control who you fall in love with, though. Love happens to you, you you don't choose it.
0: Who your parents are, really, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe you can. Well, maybe you can. No, because if you believe in in that right before you come down to earth and go into your mother's womb, they give you that that soul contract, that soul contract. But I don't think there's any like, oh, can I change my dad for Brad Pitt instead? Like, I heard Brad Pitt's going to be really cute and really like up there. Like, can I, can I, can I? Or Johnny Depp. I don't want Johnny Depp. I'd rather have him (laughs) as my husband. I'm not going to lie my daddy, "Mm." (laughs) quote-unquote. Sorry, Johnny, you'll still forever always have my heart. (laughs) Hey, you
1: know what, Johnny, we are going to drool over you as much as we can, because we find you highly attractive for your age. So, (laughs) if you're ever in Indiana, hit me up, please. Or in L.A., hit Sarah up, because she wants to see you really bad.
0: I (laughs) love that (laughs) face
1: that you just made. (laughs)
0: We can have a million pints together.
1: <laughs> it's okay. I had a spicy dream about Elon Musk last night. Not going to lie. If we're going to be honest.
0: <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> okay, so so this year, going back into my mom's cooking, I feel really good. But I don't know if it's because leading up to this, I'm like, okay, next week. Like, last week, I'm like, okay, next week is, is the day. Like, you know how when you when you gear up for someone's mental, like mentally, like that's what I was doing last night. I was like, you're going to go into work mode. You're going to wake up in work mode. You're just going to work, 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 work. You're going to get stuff done for a pharmacy. You're going to get stuff done for the podcast. You're going to be a fucking awesome mother. You're going to cook. You're going to clean. You're going to, you're not going to think about your daddy. <laughs> right. right. But even now, as I think about him, I'm not sad today. Like, I don't know if it's because before this podcast, I went on a freaking dance party marathon and like, I moved my body and like, I literally danced in the sunlight. Like, well, and that does
1: help. It does help release endorphins and whatnot in your body. A lot of people will do that, especially when they're feeling down. Like there's a lady on, on Instagram that I follow that is like, okay, if you're feeling sad,
0: you know, do this dance with me. Yeah, like you guys get it. If you're okay, I want to say this to anyone who is listening, and this is definitely for the for the people that don't have any physical body issues where that's stopping them from actually getting up and dancing. If Mm -hmm. you have a sore back but you could still move, get up and dance, push yourself. But if you have a medical condition or a medical a physical condition that makes you not want to dance don't feel a certain way when i say this like if you can move in your wheelchair if you can however you're stationary if you have the mm-hmm. ability to move without messing up your body or messing up the issue move your body and go in the sun go in the sunlight it's yes really skin if you don't have the michael jackson Skin disease or any kind of skin disease that doesn't allow you to be in the sun, be in the sun. Get out of your house.
1: Like um, they the do. <clears throat> there are light bulbs. Okay, there are there are real quick. There are light bulbs that were created that do mimic the sun's light without it actually being the sun. So if you can't go out into the sun go to the store and grab those light bulbs and use that too. That's Did another alternative. And that's actually, well, and that's it? actually something that was <laughs> recommended for those with like depression or ADHD or other mental health issues, having that mimicking light, it does help brighten up your world. And I actually use them myself in my, in my apartment and it does definitely help a great deal. Yeah, no, like, so,
0: like if you, if you were to see my reel today, and those who have followed me on Serafina on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, they—you will see me Joe. I'm dancing in the sunlight to upgrade my my, my frequency. Like oh, I saw that. That it. was awesome. Like that's like the biggest tip. The energy in the sunlight and find a happy song. Don't dance to a sad song, please. Don't put up like a fast-paced. Happy by Pharrell
1: Williams remember that song from despickle me me happy by Pharrell williams yeah
0: oh yeah that's hello. Oh, today my 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 weapon of choice was queen herbie 5d who i've just got into her podcast and her and her husband's podcast if you're into like spiritual personal development house of herbie podcast go run if you're a creative person run like why are you sitting on your ass right now go oh my God, no, no you're sitting on your ass because you're giving us some attention so so thank you so after us <laughs> okay yes definitely so going into mom to daddy issues like do you want me to kick this off or do you want to kick this uh... um i i let's see Cause...
1: who kicked it off last week on saturday was that you or me was that both of us
0: I mean, I don't mind... Both of us, because we just went ham into it. <laughs> I was thinking, okay, well, I, I can go ahead and do the introduction if you want. No, yeah, I was going to say that this isn't exactly a badass women of the week. This is, like... How... how There are...
1: Women? Okay, so they... H- how well do you know your fairy tales? <laughs> I, how I well do you know them and... The as a woman. You know, most of us growing up, we grew up on Disney. I am a 90s baby, and I'm not ashamed of it. I love Disney. I really do. You know, being a girl mom, it's a perfect excuse to watch Disney. Um, now, I know a lot of you ha- are familiar with, like, the story of Pocahontas, her true origins, who she really was and everything. But where where did Disney get these ideas from? Where do they come from? You know, and it's really surprising the, especially with some of the research that we've that I found out about some of these Disney stories, like um, the two that I'm going to be talking about are Cinderella and beauty and the beast. It's truly shocking about where they come from because a lot of these, yeah. And a lot of these fairy tales, you know, even maybe not necessarily these ones that I'm talking about or ones that you might, but a lot of these fairy tales back then were used as a way of um, teaching children. I know it sounds really weird, but they didn't have the knowledge that we have today on how to raise their kids or how to explain the world about them. So what did they do? They, they wrote stories. And some of these stories are truly incredible, especially when you take a look at it from a broader perspective and see how many other countries or cultures have these same stories interwoven in their lives. So that is something that we are going to be talking about today. And I don't know, Sarah, did you want to maybe go first with the first fairy tale
0: then? Yeah, I kind of feel like it will lead into the daddy issues. Okay, yeah, that's great. The daddy issues. Okay, so my two stories, and we're we're, her and I are going to take turns. So we're not going to go like, here's our stories and all at once. Okay, so Mm -hmm. you can divide it up. If... You are watching this on YouTube. You're about to see my favorite fucking tattoo I've ever freaking have on my body to date. And it is, oh my God, can I twist my arm? If y'all can see her. I love her. that. There she that is. That is so pretty. Ariel on my forearm with tribal markings for those who are not watching. She she is She's a story within herself. <laughs> I can't I can't
1: wait till that new little mermaid comes out though to be honest. Yes.
0: Yes.
1: I really, really love who they chose to play Ariel.
0: For like for me, it took me back. I was like, what? what? She's now white. And I'm like, wait a minute. She doesn't have to be white. Like, stop mm-hmm. here. She doesn't have to be white. And it's definitely- So kudos for Disney for doing that. It's definitely a a change, but it's a change we needed. And honestly, I'm sure you've seen them, but what really, like, told me to get over it was seeing all the little black girls get excited that there's another black princess. I'm sorry. But that, to me, made the movie. Seeing those little girls <clears throat> cry like, oh, she's pretty. And they were well, even yeah. And I'm like, there was a lot of hateful reactions
1: too, which it 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 doesn't matter. Like Uh, it, you know, it's like people whining about, oh, Jesus wasn't white. Well, guess what? Jesus is who he is to us, and not to be offensive towards any faith. But you go anywhere, you go to an African American church, you'll see a black Jesus. You go to uh, Israel to a Christian church, you'll see an Israeli. Jesus, yeah. you go to a Catholic church, you'll see a white Jesus. Yeah. I mean, it, it's how we understand these people in their lives, that and is, to better put it into a perspective for
0: us. Oh my God! Just to go back to what you were saying about all the different countries. Like, if you go to Israeli, you'll see an Israeli. If you go to West Hollywood, you will see a black female Jesus. <laughs>
1: that is awesome. <laughs> just
0: but um. Okay, so Little Mermaid. I did not go t- super deep into research because I didn't want to stay the witch trial you guys again and have you all be here for <laughs> an hour and thirty six minutes. I wanted this kind of short and sweet, and not make you think like, oh my god, this girl word vomit. I word vomit, yes, but I try to control it the best I can. <laughs> <laughs> right. Wanna... Okay. So. I basically went in. I basically went to go find the comparisons to the original story to the Disney story in um, Little Mermaid, and it's kind of it's it is messed up, but there are some similarities. Okay, so some of the similarities is Ariel. She sees Eric on the boat, and she is instantly falling in love with those blue eyes. <sighs> right? Yeah. Talk about issue number one. <laughs> I wanted myself a pale blue-eyed man, but yet I didn't find a pale blue-eyed my- man. I really wanted him to have an English mm-hmm. accent, but you know that didn't happen. I got a dark Salvadorian with dark poop eyes. <laughs> He's still Hey, you know what they say about me. brown eyes, though, don't you? Oh yeah, well, my boy. I can't paint. We're you full of shit. So I honestly, I can't picture my boys with colored eyes now. I just can't. Like, I think it would look weird with my eyes. But so there is that. that <laughs> what are words today? Um, so that is very much a true thing. She sees Eric. She falls in love, all of that something happens in the original story just like the first one where ariel goes and saves eric and all of that in the story though in the original story that is by hans christian yeah hans christian anderson who is dutch and if you go to Solvang out here in california which is a little dutch community that they have his statue. And I found it the last time we went. I had no idea he was there. And then I got all happy. Then I cried. And then my then my oldest gave him a kiss. And I'm like, I'm fucked. <laughs> 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 I must be fantastic. <laughs> um, so it was, it was a very cute moment. But yeah, so anyone who, when you go to Solvay, don't ask me what the streets are. Because if you ask me, all the streets kind of mush together in Solvay um so she falls in love with him and all of that here's one and one of the one of the things that is mentioned in here that's actually really important to the end of the story is mermaid um, one in the original story ariel did not have a name the little mermaid that was her name and yes she was a young sea princess so that part is very much still true to the disney story also she was naked. She did not have no stink on purple shell bra like we like we all know her to have. So that's one of the things that Disney had to do to kind of, I guess water it down
1: do. to make it appropriate.
0: Yeah, but come on, nipples are nipples. Free the nipples.
1: <laughs> right.
0: Um, and in the original story, Little Mermaid's grandma, is actually quoted to say we live to for over 300 years, and have an internal soul, and that and, oh, and apparently this is a really fun thing, and I bet you anything, the next time you go to the beach, you will never look at it the same way. According to Grandma, the sea foam that you see on top of the the surface of the water, do y'all want to know what that is? Hmm. There's women so in mermaid bodies. That apparently the way a mermaid is these she says cease to exist, aka die. <clears throat> they turn into the foam that's on the surface of the water. So right. The next time you see the foam, say hi to the mermaid. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and so all right, and so I'm assuming that in the original story that the mermaid is 16, just like Ariel was. And in the original story, the sea witch, a.k.a. Ursula, is only in it for one minute, or for one little minute, one little section of the story. She isn't in the whole entire thing. Her role in the original story was, she literally, you know, just like Ariel, Ariel goes to her, and says, oh, "I'm in love with a human. I want to. See you. I want my legs. You know, all of that." And she's, "Okay, fine, no problem. I'll do that for you." Gives her a potion, puts her tongue, says, "Hey, you'll never, you'll never be able to return to the sea again. But before you do that, you're going to have a horrible experience." She says, "It's like being poked with a double-edged sword." And Walking will be like you're walking on on knives. On what? Like you like you're stepping on knives when you walk. Oh, okay. okay. And I okay. Wow. And I, it I kind of feels like that now, and I'm I am a human, <laughs> you know. Okay. So, um, and she goes and she she promises she will never return to the sea. Okay. So like fast forward to the ending. There's two. This ending is, this is the adult part, okay? Mm-hmm. So, in Disney, we all see Eric kills the sea witch and frees the sea king try, try, and marries Ariel, and then she's human, and she lives in the castle, yada, 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 all right? That's what we know. But in the original story, let me tell you, Little Mermaid murders eric because she realizes being human sucks she says no this isn't me this isn't the true me i was born a mermaid i'm i'm i belong to the sea and you know what she does she kills him to and i think she brings if i remember correctly because i did have the story i have the story at my mom's house and i don't think she could find it to bring it to me if i remember correctly when she killed him she brought mm-hmm. him down to um the bottom of the sea and i forgot to say that also just like the original movie you know how you see eric's statue in the water and her little crow and hose of same thing in the movie like so what she did is she because hello when you kill a body they float right if I remember this correctly, if I remember this imagery correctly, she brings him down, does the whole siren theme, right? And ties him to that statue so that he's there forever. She gets her internal soul back. She gets her fins back. She gets herself back. And he's like, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't need a man. But the daddy issues in this you know, everyone everyone says a good daddy issue you know, the love that you didn't get as a kid, you find it in your teenage and late in your adult life in the Mendy date and Mm -hmm. hello um, did I not lose my virginity to two guys? was I not a hoe because I was trying to look for fucking love I looked in all the wrong fucking places like, come on Mm -hmm. okay And also, this movie also gave, like I said before, it gave me really, really, really unhealthy characteristics that I wanted in a man that I did not get. And I do not appreciate that. (laughs) And I know I'm not the only Disney 90s girl that's going, um, you look nothing like the prince in Disney. You know? So, okay. So that is the end of Little Mermaid. Your turn.
1: That is... That's crazy. And that's kind of like with, with Cinderella. Um, so I was doing some research and one of the things that I found out is that basically there are so many cultures out there that have their own version of Cinderella in, um, some cultures. She, she started out as a slave. Um, one of the earliest known origins and mind you at this time period, you got to remember that there are a lot of oral traditions and not a lot of written down. Um, there was in 7 BCE or, or between 7 BCE and 23 CE, uh, there was a Greek um, author that wrote um, wrote his version of Cinderella. And I'm, I know I'm going to butcher some names in a future notice. I'm sincerely sorry. But um, Rhodopis And it, it, in it, the Cinderella was a Greek cortisone. And um, she was bathing one day, and a bird or an eagle had actually gone and snatched her sandal up and dropped it in the lap of a pharaoh. Now this Pharaoh, you know, obviously he searched for her, you know founder. I didn't go too far into it because like you said, I don't want to do word vomit and just like did about it. But that is the Greek version. Um, there's also some in Asia. They're dated in 860CE. Uh, which I thought was really cool that, you know, these cultures have these. Um, and then now the first written account was by an Italian man by the name of, I'm going to butcher it, Giambattista Vasile. Vazil, I don't know. I'm so sorry to all the Italians out there if I mispronounced it. In 1634, and it was written in a pentamerone. Um Now there is another one that is mostly really closely related to the Cinderella that we know of with Disney. That is by Charles Perrault in France in 1697. Um, That is another one that, like I said, that's the closest related one. Um, A lot of these stories have different endings, you know, whatnot, but the one that I want to focus most on is the Grimm's brother. Um, the Grimm's brother in 1812, they wrote it. Um, and in this story, Cinderella had planted a hazel twig. And um, when she would cry because of all of the abuse that she was enduring from her family. Um, and it's also important to note that in some instances, Cinderella didn't have any siblings or she had sisters and brothers. There was one version in which her dad never died, but mistreated her the same way the stepmother and stepsister siblings did. So, but in this one, um, she planted the hazel twig, watered it with her tears because of everything that had been going on. And now there was a white bird that made its nest in this tree. And, um, the night of the ball, that bird is the one that gave Cinderella the white dress. Um, and it wasn't glass slippers either. It was golden, Mm -hmm. completely gold slippers, compared to disney's glass flipper with the white ball gown i used to say white in the disney movie because i'm i'm sorry it it was white i don't care what anybody says um <laughs> but yeah and i know when
0: like a, a hint of blue or like a hue of blue you don't want to like mm-hmm. in, you're like? You're like no, oh it would have matched here.
1: her especially in the disney version um i know it said that Her mother died, and then the dad died, and the stepmother basically resented her, mistreated her, all of that, um, locked her in the tower, that kind of thing. Um, so as far as the Greek going back to the Grimm's brothers, um, he when she went to the ball and she lost that slipper, the prince searched for her. He did. And I'm hoping I got this correctly, but in one of the versions I read that instead of going door to door he ordered all the ladies of the kingdom to the palace now i know in the disney one they were going door to door and yeah. even in the disney one it showed the stepsisters tried their hardest to fit the shoes in. i think that was the grimm's one that did that but i like i said it was just one of those Wait, um I'm now this- no never mind never mind
0: So thinking of the Hilary Duff version of Cinderella, I don't think, no, okay, no, no, no. I I was thinking, I I went down a rabbit hole, continue.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, and one thing too is that not every version of this has magical elements. Not like, um, not every version of them has like the godmothers. For some it's, some versions it has animals helping her, like in the Grimm's brother. so you know, comes to the point. They're all at the palace. They're all you know trying on the shoes. Here comes the trigger warning part, and it, it's just it does gross me out. Um, the stepsisters, when it was their turn, they would go and cut off a toe or a heel, just like in the movie Into the Woods on Disney. They do stick to the Grimm's of Fa- uh, fairy tales as much as possible. Um, I, I don't that's just it's it's so weird that somebody would do that but um so obviously the shoe wasn't fitting there was blood dripping down the sides the prince discovered it now cinderella had this spare shoe hidden behind her and i i think i read somewhere that the shoe was like
0: (laughs) screaming match but he's talking to Blimpy and it's the cutest little sweetest thing ever. Aww. <laughs> but oh
1: um, That is so cute. Oh, he's such adorable little bug. Oh. He looks like he's entertained. Hey, man. Um <laughs> last week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I'm having a good time. Um to, we are having a good day it's a very good day so anyway so the golden the spare golden shoe and or it's the spare shoe in some versions was like magnetized to cinderella so it's like it popped out to her in some it wasn't that way obviously in the disney version cinderella had the spare shoe in her pocket which one thing that doesn't really make sense in the disney version is if the spell wore off at midnight how does he keep the shoes You know, and I totally get with, you know, Disney watering
0: it down. No, when she was running, I remember the shoe like evaporating off of her. When she was running and she lost the slipper, it was right before midnight struck. Or it struck, it because, oh, crap, I gotta get back in shoes. Right, but how did... It right. Magic probably had to catch up to the body for a few seconds, so she was able to get rid of it. I, I foot wonder... Foot, not disappear, though.
1: I wonder if it's because she lost the one shoe on the stairs, and the whole get-up-the-outfit wasn't complete. But the dress
0: disappeared, and she went the back to the The dress disappeared... Room.
1: Yeah, she so went back to that pink and white dress that was all torn up by the stepsisters yeah. in the Disney version. But, um, but yeah, so it, it... Oh, okay, yeah, that, that makes sense. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I connected the dots. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, um, now, I know in the Disney version, the stepmother and the stepsisters come the wedding day. They're just standing there, you know resentfully taking part in the celebrations. Now, in some versions of Cinderella, Cinderella forgives her stepmother and stepsisters. Now, if anybody can find out what happened to the stepmother in the Grim fairy tale or any other version, like especially some of the more violent ones, which I'm honestly curious yeah. about because I couldn't find a lot. With
0: um, that said, I know. Spotify listeners, I found a way to add a question to our episode. I am going to add that as a question. So people who want to do like extra credit work <laughs> or they're just, yes, kids, yes. Find out and, and answer that for us. And thank you. And,
1: and yes, definitely. Um, now as far as the stepsisters go, and this is another part that does gross me out a little bit. Once the cell, the wedding happened and everything, you know, Cinderella, I, I believe you know in into the woods and invited them or whatever doves actually came down and pecked the stepsisters' eyes out as punishment for trying to be deceitful. And you yeah, so that's one of the reasons why when I started when I made the introduction, you know, a lot of this these stories are folklore. They're used to teach lessons. The one thing that and I know it sounds horrid, you know, with some of the things that go on, one thing to remember is that what you do in this world will come back to you so what you put into it you will get back some say threefold Mm -hmm. tenfold whatever so if you're gonna sit there cut off your foot cut off your toe don't be surprised if you lose another body part because you're trying to be somebody you're not you are your own unique individual person you're not cinderella you're not you know the you don't have to be that way you can choose to do good and not do not partake in evil like that because i mean You know, there's no sense in it. You're not going to win. Good wins every time. And in the Disney version, yeah, Good did win. And you know, with Disney, when he started out, like not a lot of people were catching on to a lot of the animated movies. So yeah, he did have to take fairy tales and butcher them up and make them into something that they're not. So that's that's
0: the isn't there like a not like a fact, but there's some kind of like. Thing out there saying because um, well Disney lost his own mother that's why a lot of these characters don't have a mother. If you oh my know, gosh, a lot of these characters don't have a mother. Ariel doesn't have a mom.
1: Her mom died. Ariel, Sleep, Aurora did though. Sleeping Beauty, Cinderella didn't. Snow
0: White didn't. She had this. Family. Oh my gosh! She had the fairy godmothers. So she didn't have like a real. Mu- she had fairies. Right. Like, she had she had magical creatures taking care of her. So. Mm-hmm. Does that still count? Well, I get yeah. If no, because of- if it
1: it, it it I would say biologically no. Like okay. I mean it it, right, it, right. it makes sense. Because it's kind of like how J.R.R. Tolkien, a lot of his Lord of the Rings are based off of his experiences in the war.
0: You and that, know, and that, it, it, and that's like Peter Pan and the author with Peter Pan. Steven
1: Steven Spielberg. A lot of his movies have absent fathers because I believe his father was absent in his childhood. So a lot of a lot of these people will will use their own life to influence what they make and put out there. So, yeah, that's that's basically the origin of Cinderella. And if you guys want to know more, do your research, because this is like really, truly fascinating where some uh-huh. of these come from.
0: Yeah, for sure. Okay, now my last story. Going back to Peter Pan, I don't have a lot of comparisons of like the original story versus like what happened in the Disney. Mm-hmm. But more, I'm gonna hit pause and make him some milk. This is something to drink real fast. Hold on. Okay, okay then we're good. <sighs> talk about mom life. I had to, I had to stop the recording right. for a minute and give him juice because I forgot to give him juice before we hit record. I'm a great. I'm great. Mom brain right. on point. <laughs> okay. So, back so, okay. to Peter Pan. Yes, yeah, so like I was saying, I don't have a lot of, I had this one website that I was looking at and had a lot of like simulator like differences, but mm-hmm. I didn't like them in regards of what I feel about Peter Pan.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Peter Pan is a coming of age story. You know, like, um, there's there's a few, like, there's a few things in this story that are very, like, figurative. I don't know if I said that right. But very um, figuratively, like, if you think about it, you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> that is deep okay so first thing first peter pan was supposed to be the villain he wasn't supposed to be the hero and why is that why who comes he kidnaps these kids he comes into their bedrooms and t- and kidnaps them basically so peter pan's mm-hmm. And it wasn't until um, later when J.M. Barry went to go make the um, the, the theater version of it. Because if you guys have seen um, Finding Neverland with, with Johnny Depp and King Winslet. Yes, yeah, she is King. Oh, King Link, right? <laughs> Sorry. She could do no wrong with my eyes. Okay. um oh, I love that she's an actress with fucking hips. That's all i got to say. All right. Um, teenage years, she, I looked up to her a lot because of her body. And just,
1: uh-huh.
0: like I said, she is king. <laughs> anyway, that movie, y'all go watch it. Get a box of tissues. I will tell you, you will cry if you have a soul. Like, it's, it's very well written. It's very good. Johnny's excellent. Kate's excellent but it's a tearjerker okay so yeah captain hook came only because of the theater version they needed a contrast of some sort and so jm barry so there wasn't things up captain and... hook
1: wasn't in the original
0: not his original story and now okay going back to what i read about jm barry and finding Neverland, if you if you've seen it, you'll you'll understand what Neverland really means. It's not okay. a, it's not a fantasy island or anything like that. The, fig- the figurative side of no- Neverland is heaven. It's death. It's whatever the afterlife to you is. Like it's where mm-hmm. the troll goes. Like think about that. So with that said, J. M. Barrie actually he. Had lost his little brother at a young age, and then also in finding Neverland, isn't there a moment where um, one of the little boys was sick?
1: That I know well, Kate Winslet played a sick role. I don't know about
0: yes. the boys. Yes, okay, but um, yeah, that's right. She, um, I guess. They had done a... Where, where did I put it? Oh, okay. That's the dark side. Yeah, because pretty much the dark side of it, the lost boys are actually dead little boys. Those, the lost boys, represent all of the children that lost their lives at a young age. And if you think about it, the group of young boys, especially in the Disney movie, they're all different ages. So, there's, there's that deep in there. Um, mm-hmm. Here's another big thing for me that popped up that I didn't think about until I read that caption. Tinkerbell. Tinkerbell can only experience one emotion at a time. And for me, what I thought of was autism. Was of, uh, like a kid on the spectrum of Aspergers. Um, you, if you guys don't know mm-hmm. me now. My oldest son is on the spectrum, so that's what what triggered. I'm like, oh my god, William's Tinkerbell, pretty much. Uh, William mm-hmm. is semi nonverbal, and he gets really passionate. Like you, he, uh, you've heard it when you and I've had conversations. And I don't hear him right away. And he wants me to change the freaking channel. He's like, mine, mine. He's like, he's yelling and he doesn't give up what what I'm doing. He's like, you better change the channel. I don't care about your conversation.
1: Right now, mother.
0: Yeah. Like, it's very like, you know. Right.
1: Well, and my brother has Asperger's. So like, I get that. And I mean, it is, it is a hard Condition to to deal with as a parent because I watched my dad struggle for years.
0: For me, okay, is it isn't it with Aspergers where they get obsessed with uh, with something? Because the reason why Aspergers came to my head with experiencing one emotion, if you think about it, we see Tinkerbell either extremely angry or extremely protective of kind of. Lo- like a, a switch. Yeah, and there's, and, but there's no in between. There's no just. Hey, I'm Tinkerbell, and I'm flying and being a fairy. There's none of that. She's either going to protect that, her, or she's, or she's mm-hmm. about Wendy's in the picture.
1: Well, and that makes sense because from what my dad has told me that's happened when he was raising my brother. Like there's, there was an incident where he had um, hit another kid. And he looked at my dad according and this is according to my dad, he's like, Dad, I I, I don't know what happened. I just next thing I know, I blacked out. I, I don't know what caused me to do it. I don't know why I did it. So like I can I can see that in Tinkerbell. Like looking back now on the movie, you know, it's it's there.
0: Now I know why they thought I had Asperger's as a kid. Fun fact, there was a moment that story you just said where he's like, Oh, I don't know why I punched him, made <clears> me go back to a moment of mine where I was like in third grade. And my mom back then, this was this was before they banned glass and lunch boxes and all that jazz. I had an obsession with peach iced tea from Snapple. And so my mom would randomly throw that into my lunch, yada yada yada. I do not know why. Still to this day as an adult going back, going, what was I thinking? I went up to a girl and said, do you want to see this break? Do you want to see glass break? Do you want to see what it looks like? Mm-hmm. I guess she said, okay. And I smashed it down in front of her. I could have gotten glass in her eye. I could have scratched her up from the debris. Right. And my mom, like, obviously, I got in trouble at the school. My mom comes in. I go home. I get suspended for, like, a day or two. And my mom and I are sitting there talking. She goes, why did you do it? And I said, I don't know. I just wanted to see it happen.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So I am sitting here going, so wait. I even have to theory that I think I have, like, autism to a point. But, yeah. no, Bam think I didn't really think, but um, yeah, okay, so mind blown right there. Going back to Peter Pan and like just pretty much the whole story, J.M. Barry lost his brother at a young age due to like an ice skating accident. and I guess him and his parents called the brother, who I could think his name was David, the lost boy. He's, he, he, or he's a lost boy forever.
1: Oh, okay. He's a lost
0: boy forever. So that's where the lost boys come, comes in. And what's really cool. Okay. If you watch Peter Pan, the live version that came out in like early 2000s, that one is extremely close to the original story. To the point where even at the end of the story, you see Wendy come back with her brothers and she has the lost boys with her. And pretty much what happens is the darlings, um, Wendy's parents, adopts them all. They go and start a adoption center from there and yada, yada, yada. There's, there's no more Lost Boys. But if you go to Finding Neverland, I think similar thing happened where they did go and open up. when Once Kate Winslet died, they, they said, hey, she went to Neverland. <gasps>
1: So, no wonder it's called Neverland. Yeah.
0: So, <laughs> you'll never land. All right. I had to laugh. In I had to laugh in the sadness. <laughs> That's part of my charm. But, um, um, the dark side of Peter Pan, apparently he even tries to kill the Lost Boys so that they don't age. <clears throat> Because think about it. Even Peter Pan himself, if these boys age, he's going to be by himself. He won't mm-hmm. have any friends. You know? So, uh, mm-hmm. they... That bullet note makes no sense. So, I'm not going to try to figure it out here live on this thing. But, yeah, apparently Peter Pan was obsessed with death. They, they even said to the point, and I'm like, obsessed with death? But I guess if you're obsessed with not dying, then you are obsessed with death. Because if you thought about it, he, he didn't want to grow old, and he didn't want to die. And, oh, man. But just, when you think about the Lost Boys being dead little children, when you think about another land being heaven, when you think of Tinkerbell being autistic... Yeah, it's just, it's
1: just like part of me It's like, crazy how many elements yeah, are involved just, in
0: it. Like part of me maybe it's the Capricorn in me, maybe it's just like the realistic mindset that I I have. But I kind of wish Disney wasn't so cookie cutter. Like give us some truth as a kid. Don't lie to us. You know, not saying that they lie. Like, oh, well, one of these lies is that your Prince Charming will come. That that lie right there. Hello. You know, like come on. Ariel effed me up to the point that like I was afraid to go after boys in high school. If I liked him, I liked him from afar. I made my made this whole life story mm-hmm. with me and that person up in my head. Like that's that's how right. crazy I got. Well,
1: Right. No, I get that, and that's kind of that kind of correlates <clears throat> a little bit as to my second story too. Oh, we which still is need my to favorite. Yes. Yeah, we still need to. It is oh, my.
0: Talking and yakking. I'm like, and we're almost up to the. Okay, this this is going to be a little bit over an hour. I don't think it's going to be at 36 mark. <laughs> we're at 55, 55, that five, 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 five. Okay. All right, so this
1: is actually, we're going to talk about Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast is my all time favorite Disney. Yes, Belle is badass. I love her. I don't care what you say. This is the crazy part. This is actually loosely based off of a true story. And I say loosely for a specific reason because there was a man in 1537 in Spain that was born on the Canary Islands by the name of. Petrus Gonsalvas. It's actually the It's the Latin name of his Spanish name. I forgot to write that down, but you guys are more than welcome to look it up so apparently This man had a condition called hypertrichosis Which is also like some people call werewolf syndrome where they grow hair on body parts That they don't normally grow hair on now back then um, He was really bullied a lot as a child um he i mean he went had to have gone through a lot mentally especially with having to deal with all of that and having to deal with all of that hair yeah um yeah so he does have connections to royalty but he was not of royal birth from what i read now this is the time when the medicis were big you know there was king henry ii in france um he was he was held prisoner really and just basically like in the carnies you know you see the the freak show that they would have back in the early american times and whatnot he was used like that he was exploited um so however there was a good moment in his life by um he when he was held prisoner he was gifted to king henry the second of france for his coronation in 1547 and you know king henry was cool he took pity on this guy he really did he he became his protector which given his condition that's understandable now he educated him completely basically a nobleman's education was given to what was considered a freak at the time um now i know we know that king henry died of a jousting accident um that was July 10th of 1559 when he died. Now, leaving <clears throat> leaving this man in the hands of his wife, Catherine de' Medici. Now, I don't know if Catherine did it as a joke or if she wanted to experiment, but what she ended up doing is she ended up setting up an arranged marriage for this guy with a, a woman, oddly enough, named Catherine as well. Now, they were married for several, several years, like I think for 40, years. I, I, I don't know. I'd have to double check. I could be r- grossly wrong on that number. Um, they had seven kids in total. Four of them actually had the same condition that he did now. Um, yeah. yeah. So that's basically, she turned into a mad scientist and wanted to see what would happen. Now, Catherine, the the wife was beautiful. I, I feel she was in some of the pictures that I found, but like I said, this time, this was a completely arranged marriage. And um, because of that, they decided to um, exploit those kids because they ended up moving around. They finally settled in Parma, Italy, and they, the kids were exploited. They were separated. I mean, there's, there's accounts of, you know, paintings or whatnot of this family, but the the three normal kids were left out they weren't included in the painting. Yeah. Yeah. Because
0: isn't, of isn't that a twist of events? Isn't that different? Usually it's like, okay, put the black sheep away. Don't show the black sheep show quote, unquote normal. Wow.
1: Right, right. And um, I mean, the, these four kids that had this syndrome, they were eventually separated and sold off as gifts or whatnot to other people. And it's just it's, it's really, really sad to see that happening. Because in you know granted at the time they didn't understand his disease they didn't understand how to treat it or whatever so it's like you know an oddity let's go look at an oddity let's go look at free show we've got nothing better to do than to drink wine and spend our money let's go you know do that now with the disney story it's i i love the disney story but it is nothing like you know what actually happened to this guy um i know in the story um the beast was a prince now that is somewhat loosely related to the guy because the guy was given he actually was if i remember correctly and i did really bad notes on this time um he did eventually arise (laughs) i love beating the bees but he did rise to an aristocratic level at some point i believe so that's where right This is the, the, in the original story, what this is, what the Disney version is loosely based off of. And I say loosely in all caps, whatever. Um, I know. Well, and there wasn't really a lot of comparisons that I noticed. Now. um, With
0: with Peter Pan and the the comparisons that they had, it pretty much wasn't the direction I wanted to go with Peter Pan. Because of just the mm -hmm. symbolism behind Peter Pan. I want, Yeah. They were like, it's even talking about how mm-hmm. Peter Pan didn't save Tiger Lily in the original because he was injured. I'm like, how is that going to be into the. Okay, goodbye. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Now, um, there was a story written, I believe, by a French author that um, I think Disney used that story that was supposedly inspired by this man. And it's actually a female author. And she had like a volume. Yeah. Yeah, I was surprised. I know. And I need to look it up and then I'll tag it into the YouTube comments for everybody to see. But I was surprised because there was like, there was a female author. And then there was a second one that everybody just basically did whatever they wanted off of the second one. And like I said, I'll double check. Um, But. (sighs) Like I said, I didn't see a lot of comparisons, but I know in some of the folklore that I did find on Beauty and the Beast, there wasn't Gaston. There wasn't, you know, the Enchanted Clock, there, the Candelabra, all of that. And some of these stories, no, these no people. Dance numbers. Hmm? No uh,
0: dance numbers either?
1: No big balls? No, <laughs> no, the be our guest, <laughs> be our guest. <laughs> Oh, but yeah me. so in in <laughs> in some folklore and this is oh this is gross there is actually um a woman an old woman that basically raised this the beast and when he came of age she wanted to sleep with him but he didn't want it so he she did this woman put a curse on him and then another one came another good fairy or godmother or whatever came in and actually set a spell on the entirety of of the castle and the land that that castle was on where everybody was frozen or sleeping that way that secret could be kept now bell was a prisoner and um she they didn't some such counts in prison, when she was Because of the father wanted the rose. And I know in the movie, it showed the single rose. But in some accounts, it was like a branch of a bunch of roses. So the Beast told the father, you either die or you give me a child in in replacement. Now, um, I know that that's similar to what the Disney had. Um, And then as far as like them falling in love and everything, Beast would visit Belle in her dreams. As his human form, but she didn't recognize him because Belle had always known him as the Beast, not as a human. And he wanted to desperately get tell her, "Hey, you know that this is me. Just I-, I know I look like a human, but this is who I was before I was changed into the yeah changed into the Beast." <laughs> and she didn't under yeah she she didn't understand it at all. Um, and I just. It is really mind-blowing, um, and I, unfortunately, I didn't have enough time to look more into the rest of that, because I ended up passing out last night before and, I finished and, reading. And then
0: also, at the same time, you, you came to me for some boy advice, and I fucking opened Pandora's box in your brain, and I think you went down that rabbit hole. But <laughs> that was, oh my god! That would yeah. be the conversations I've had with you in, in private
1: oh <laughs> i got a another account fact so in some accounts bell had siblings okay so and i know in the movie she didn't have any siblings at all but bell she was the youngest she was well educated from what her father could give to her i think she was favorited a lot
0: because she was a reader that's what i loved about her she loved books and she didn't have any siblings
1: Mm -hmm. and that's one thing in um the live action version of beauty and the beast that i did like is they did stick to that because in a lot of these accounts you know these siblings that she quote-unquote had they were jealous of her they were jealous that her father favored her they were jealous that she knew more than they did they were just very mean and spiteful people and you know she from what i understood she didn't really care because i mean she She didn't, wasn't really concerned with all of that or with whatever her siblings, quote unquote, you know, whether it be marriage or whatever, she, I mean, she just wanted to help her dad. And then she gets caught up in this mess. Um, But it's, it's really one thing that I really admired that Disney stuck to especially when it comes to these other accounts is that love, you don't choose love, love chooses you, you know, yes. you take that time, you get to know somebody, get to know who they are, what they're like, what they like, what they don't like, you know, cause you'd be surprised. You'll end up with the last person you ever expected, <laughs> you know? And that's why, I'm you know, a lot of these people, good. and even in today's day and age, you see the LGBTQ community, and how much hate they're getting well i'm sorry it goes back to love is love you don't decide it it decides for you you fall in love with whomever you fall in love with you can't run from it you can't hide from it 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 just happens it can be a mother to a child like you and i or it could be like you and i as friends or you know girl crushes (laughs) um it could be our like our obsession with johnny Depp, or. My spicy dreams about Elon Musk, apparently, which that was really—I—I I don't know what I was doing to earn that or deserve that dream or whatever. But that was just like hit me out of nowhere. But that well, is one thing that I really falling
0: asleep. Maybe were you thinking <laughs> dirty? if you were thinking dirty as you were falling asleep, and that could have triggered Elon. I, I don't know, away. but there's been
1: some things about Elon Musk lately in the news that it's like, dude, really.
0: I but but yes. Has Callie, has Lee read this? Is Lee aware of this? Lee, honey, are we sure about this one? (laughs) Right. But yeah,
1: so I I feel like despite the fact that there is some inaccuracies as far as the original accounts, one thing that I feel like we can agree on that Beauty and the Beast does teach us is to look beneath the surface and accept somebody for who they truly are. (laughs) And as hard as it might be to see past that, we need to actively do what we can because any more these days with what's going on in the world, love is the key to a lot of the problems that we're having. You know, if we can take that moment, swallow our pride, and be like, "Here's my hand, take it. I will walk with you," then I think that we would be a lot better off. Yeah, and it's it's like that, or if we give every every human being a joint and we all smoke it at the same time, there'd be about two hours apiece.
0: Yeah, well, if it's if it's strong, we'll be lying <laughs> in two hours. Just saying, but right. you're back with Ariel, where don't change yourself for a dude, like you know, like no matter you what are you beautiful just the face, way you are. She fell in love with someone and goes, "Oh my god, I have no legs. I have to change my physical appearance to be with this dude." And then she gets in the moment and she goes. This isn't me. This isn't me at all. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I got to get out of here. So, you know,
1: do you think this is going to be a little random, but do you think Peter Pan could actually be the Grim Reaper? In a way, maybe, or because if you think about it, he does like if Neverland is like a heavenly place for, you know, dead kids or whatever, what if he's a Grim Reaper (laughs) coming to collect these (laughs) souls?
0: That will actually kind of go back to the dark side of Peter Pan. The the note that I wrote that I'm like, how, how am I going to connect this to what I just said? But I could connect it to what you just said. It said when I Googled Peter Pan or whatever, and it had a little, like, you know how when you Google one thing and it gives you like other options of a thousand. And I saw the one of dark side of Peter Pan. And I wrote down the little paragraph. It says Peter Pan kills the lost boys from aging. This Presents the view that Peter Pan is internal youth, in fact, obsessed with death. So, yeah, he, yeah, it, it's well, and it's
1: amazing what Hollywood will take and use to create a story for us. I saw Peter Pan's Shadow.
0: One of my have uh, Peter Pans yet. <laughs> Oh, I can't call him the Lost Boy. I I started to I, I used to call William and AJ the Lost Boys. Now I can't call them. I ah, as a mother, fuck that. No, Mike, no. Well,
1: it it, no. it 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 really is a mind blowing thing when you really go into your research about stuff like this, especially <laughs> when it comes to something you
0: grew up with, and you're like, what in the what world? Like, how did this mind-blowing, happen? Mind-blowing you know, that movie with Johnny Depp and Kate. With, and we got to the end they did a
1: beautiful job in that and movie
0: she found neverland oh, uh, neverland is dead neverland is heaven what the what the what like it messed my teenage years up for that like when i can't even remember how old i was when i watched that but i was like It, it was not. I remember
1: when I first saw Peter Pan, I was visiting my dad when he was stationed in, uh, I think it was, he was stationed in Fort Campbell, Kentucky, but I think he lived outside of it or near there or whatever. But I went with him for Christmas for two weeks, and he popped that movie in, and ever since then, i had been obsessed with it. Like, not, like, overly obsessed,
0: but, but I do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know for me, I was always drawn to it, and I thought it was because of the mermaids. But I think now the Tinkerbell autism connection that I made today, on my own, I didn't find that on the internet. Don't, don't, don't. I love you. I love you. Don't, don't. Okay, you good? You good? Okay. Happiness. He's so happy. I can see it in his face. <laughs> He's ready for mommy to play. We're oh, I know,
1: I know. He's like, hurry um, up, mom.
0: He's like, I've been good. I haven't bugged you. I haven't cried. And I'm, I'm about to hit the button. <laughs> but yeah, no, like, even even going back to my obsession with mermaids, and then when you realize the what mermaids actually did, where they lured in men. And then what was cool? What I read in connections to the Peter Pan mermaids and all of that is when the moon changed, when the moon was was going through their faces, that's when the the mermaid could change into the siren that would come and pretty much take. There the, is pirate the souls down to the bottom and do what they.
1: There do. is an actual Irish folklore on mermaids where it's like a red cap. And if you capture that red cap from the mermaid, then that mermaid belonged to you. Now, there was one that did that, married the mermaid, and he had that red cap hidden away for years. I mean, like, they had kids. She found that cap and went back to the sea for a chance she got. Didn't, wasn't
0: there, I'm going to have to go back and watch it. But the last, the last, true Pirates of the caribbean when i say that because it has johnny depp in it they come out one without johnny i hope we all protest and let birds and say he's not my 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 jack yeah, i'm not gonna go see it but when, if disney hadn't if, fucked you know, up they still the have last, johnny in the last movie there is there was something with the mermaids and you would see them be like sirens and then they would get captured and stuff and they were able to I
1: wonder, because now I want to go back and watch that last one that came out.
0: Should we have a play date later after I go pick up William?
1: Um, Let me see what I'm doing because I got to get some soup made, and then I've got a friend of mine coming over too. So let me see what time. Not like that.
0: But no, no, no. I I wasn't even thinking like that, you hoe.
1: Hey, from one ho to
0: another, I love you too. I don't know about my days in twenties. twenties was just fun ho days. I really wish
1: we lived closer together. That would make a world of difference. I think
0: you—you you, you don't belong in Indiana. You belong in LA. I'm sorry. Why is there a water bottle? Okay, so
1: so. My psoriasis, right? See, i've had
0: come to LA.
1: I've had goosebumps this entire recording because it's cold because somebody decided
0: to create fucking snow. Carnot from your friend Sarah will help you with that. Just saying. Just saying. I know, I know. <laughs> Over here, I'm how do you listeners watchers have you ever had that one friend where you know there's something you can help them with and you know that there's something that will cure it and they're just like oh, i will i will this is this moment i've been trying to get this woman to get some kind doula balsam cream from my company i will have to get it with here
1: but i'll have to invest with my first or second or... check um so
0: I, I'm going to do it. It's just once.
1: No, yeah. No, I know. Anyways, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not,
0: I'm, not, I'm not trying to make you feel away. I'm, I'm just, I'm just trying to be cute and like, hey, no, be I fun. Like, no, I want to. I do. I
1: really want to because I feel like with the whole European standards, it's a lot better than American standards because it's like you got all this extra crap. Like, I think um, I was watching the show yesterday called "Foods That Built America." Did you know they used to put laundry detergent inside ice cream way back when? <laughs> yeah what and it's it to keep you, the whiteness like, of it ice cream and the good humor ice cream guy that it was right around when good humor when they first put ice cream on popsicle sticks and did that chocolate candy coating on it so it yeah cause
0: I love ice cream like this will not be ruined. Baby. They don't. I mean, obviously, obviously they don't
1: do it anymore. But back no, then, but that's the, what they did.
0: But the next time you go and pick up a freaking ice cream on a stick that has chocolate coating, you bite down. How can you not think about detergent now?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: well, it's it's the foods that built America. I know it's on Hulu. Um, I don't know what other platforms it's on. But, yeah, it's. I forgot to it?
0: mention something earlier in the podcast. Yes, ma'am. What'd you forget? So in our mommy check-in, when you said you were writing things out, I wanted to add to that. Mm -hmm. And I forgot. Okay. While you're writing, another, like, writing prompt that you could do is write a moment, like a day. Like, in five years, write it as if it's actually happening. Example. I'm going to use the example that I am living with my second child. I I wrote this right before I went into work for the restaurant. I had just started my network marketing um, business. I was getting into personal development. I was getting into journaling. I was getting into all the things. And I came across this this one journal called something, but, but it was from somebody in that company that i was in she had a writing prompt going okay do a diary journal of what happened today in five years what will happen in five years from from today like what is the day going to be like like okay all right so what what, what do i want in five years okay like i want another kid i want a little girl right and so i'm writing this out and i i write she are you kidding says she she is three years old and William or no she's just about to turn three William's five they're a few weeks apart from each other AJ is three years apart from his big brother and their birthdays are two weeks apart The only thing that changed from what I wrote was boy to girl.
1: So. Right. That makes sense. So I'm
0: I'm just saying, like, whatever you write, like, and if you want to, if you want to manifest something from the future, write it out. Like, if it is actual things. right
1: kind of like when our teachers would uh have us write letters to ourselves from the future yes i think what,
0: what that's going to do is as you're writing it as fact as you're writing it, you're going to get excited you're like oh my god my day in five years oh my god Yay. so that emotion is creating energy and that energy you're going to push it up to god to the universe to so whoever you believe in then they're going to work you got to let go of, like, okay, all right, like, I wrote it. It is so easy to let go of it. Live your life, and then before you know it, you'll mm-hmm. be locked up. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> so I want to add that, because it's, it's something for me that I don't believe in affirmations. Like, I love a good affirmation. I love a good book. Like I'll read a quote. and be like, yeah, right? But I'm not one of those, like... I am enough. I am brave. I am a good woman. I am. Th- I. I don't do that. That's not my thing. I like to literally picture me in a moment, like, and I just sit there and think, what would it be like to be in that moment? And that's that's mm-hmm. my affirmation. That's what gets me excited, and that's what gets me moving and grooving. So I wanted to add that. Too. Right.
1: No, that's, that's a good idea. I'll definitely start incorporating that into
0: it, but. Yeah. But now yeah. that you said journaling, that means I got to get back into my journaling and I, I'm very lazy in journaling. So you might have to be on my ass about that. Me it's, too. I like created a baby the last time I did it consistently. So at this point, maybe I could write about my dreams and make that come out. Maybe I could give birth to a house instead of a kid. Maybe. maybe definitely done we'll, having kids. We'll see. I'm done. i'm I'm good. i'm 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 I, I want a son.
1: I want one more, and I want a boy so bad.
0: I do want a girl. I do want a girl. but in this in well, okay, you- I, got I got it. I got it. I got it.
1: We'll start a commune and you can raise my girls and I can raise your boys. so you have your
0: daughters, and I have my boys. Done deal, let's go. Let's, 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 <laughs> do, this. let's do this. like come on. And I'll make it a whole right. day We have cows and, 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 and animals. Do we have chickens?
1: I want chickens. And llamas. Fucking
0: fucking make my we need llamas. Bread all day long, I'm happy. Just give me a space to make bread, because I've been banned from making bread in my house because of our roach problem, thanks to this old-ass building we live in in L.A. Yeah. <laughs> and for all those people who think L.A. is so glamorous, I would like to tell you, it's not! It's hella expensive, and your roommates are roaches! Okay. All right. I'm Did good. you name any we of should, them, Bob? We should probably wrap this <laughs> up.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we should, because I got to get some stuff done still yeah. anyway, so. Yeah,
0: and I have to get, um, I have to go get William in, like, 45 minutes, so. And so-and-so needs their lunch, Mr. Hyperboy, so. Okay, do we? I better we, feed him. He's a hungry boy. Do we have a plan for the next podcast subject? Because it's October. We're still in spooky season. What kind of spookiness do we want to go next? Through?
1: Origins of Halloween. Like
0: Sawween. Um, do you want to do that the week of Halloween? Because we technically have... Wait. I love how we're trying to figure this out in the podcast. Yeah, we're great. Oh, wait, technically. Spoiler alert. No, no. Technically, yes, we can because next Wednesday will be the week of Halloween because Halloween is right, Halloween Monday. So, yeah, all right, yeah, yeah right, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. So- we can do that. And then, um, if any of our listeners have um, any, like, I guess you could say cultural traditions or whatnot, just leave that in the comments on this YouTube video or whatever. And then we'll try to include that maybe in the next time. Cause I definitely I want to get a good look around the world as to what yes. other people do to
0: celebrate it also if anyone has suggestions that they want us to cover like any women that you've been obsessed with of history that you want to you want us to like dig deep about leave it in the comments like um,
1: yeah and we'll we'll definitely put that on Spotify because I know you said you did you figured out the question thing so definitely yeah. do that as well and we will look into it because we've got We've got a lot of stuff planned that we want to do coming up and a lot of ideas and stuff like that. And we always, always, always appreciate and are grateful when our, our listeners definitely give us yes.
0: ideas, too. So and The biggest and cheapest way y'all can help us get this out is like, subscribe, rate, comment, and share us like Dirty Horse, please. Yes. You know, like, help us get this out. and Pimp us out. Pimp is out like dirty hoes. That we are. Okay?
1: I hope my priest... The, I, I I hope the... Sarah. What? I hope the priest of my parish doesn't see that part. The priest of my parish, if he ever sees this, he's probably going to be thinking, I'll see you in confession he next. He's
0: going to be praying for my soul. That's, be, that's be when he sees me. He's like, oh, her soul. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yes, thank Uh you guys so much for joining us on this. I definitely appreciate it and I definitely enjoy doing this. And
0: I'm so excited. I can't wait to do more for you guys. And next week is number six. And once we get through it, we've made it in the big world, even if our numbers don't show it. But we've made it in our heads. (laughs) Yes. So, yes, thank you guys. We love you. And it's another hour and a half episode. (laughs) Hey, you know what? We're women. What do you expect from us? Yeah. You know what? We don't know how to shut up. No, and yeah, yeah, amen to that. So, and my opinion, <laughs> if I if I could sit and listen to a two hour Bravo recap episode, someone's gonna be listening to an hour and thirty minutes of us talking smack for sure. <laughs> okay, all right, now let's go back into mom mode. Like, yeah. Did <laughs> you pause
1: been... the podcast?
0: Uh, I'm nine... okay. Are you saying bye? All right, let's say bye. Bye.